Ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary beings, welcome to another high-flying episode of Cosmic Crit. My name is Miles, but better known to you as the erstwhile plant detective, Sprouts Barlow. At least for a little while longer. So, Sprouts. <laughs> what to say about Sprouts? He is a character that, without me knowing, is one that I've wanted to play for a very, very long time. I am a massive, massive fan of detective fiction and old film noir. Uh, Raymond Chandler's The Big Sleep is one of my favorite detective novels, and the film version with Humphrey Bogart is one of my favorite detective movies. And Philip Marlowe, the detective, is the namesake of Sprouts. So this stuff was heavily involved in creating this character, but he didn't start off as a detective. I had no idea what I wanted to play as we were gearing up for season three. And I was kind of beating my head against the wall, wasn't really sure what to do. And then we got a look at the Alien Archive that was coming out. And I saw these tiny plant people. And all of a sudden, just a spark kind of lit where I was like, okay, like I wanted to do something where I had this tiny little plant, barely bigger than a Coke can, with a very, very big personality. And I through some conversations, I think, with Patrick, um, because I think what I always say is, I want to be a blank, blank Batman. And it then kind of, all right, boiled down to, I want to be a plant detective. And the idea of having this tough talking, threatened to, to hit you before he looked at you kind of detective in a 16-inch plant was just perfect. Because not only was it this cool, weird alien thing to do in a game that invites that, but it was also really funny, and it never was not funny for me. Um, so Sprouts just kind of started from there, and I just wrote him as a regular detective. I didn't do a whole lot different than I would have if he was any other race, because that was the cool thing about him. He was a detective before he was anything else. And... I think in, in doing that, I did kind of, I think my one thing that I wish I had done is give him some sort of Moriarty type character, an arch nemesis, because while Xantos Lurchward obviously was a fill in, in, in the campaign at times, uh, he didn't really have that too, too much. You know, we had this mission that he was trying to find his partner and that got wrapped up pretty quickly. So it would have been nice to, to create something that could have gone throughout the rest of the campaign. But at the same time, I kind of appreciated that as well, because once we got deeper, deeper into this war, I feel like this is this is the time where a detective would probably zip his lips and just do his job. And so that's kind of what Sprouts did. He had moments where he was obviously playing detective and that came in, in handy. But a lot of times he was just, you know, riding high on, on Echo and, and doing what he needed to do. Um, and playing a operative was just a ton of fun. I think it's an exceptionally balanced class. I think when you level up, you actually feel like you've leveled up. Like, even when nothing happens, you at least get some extra points in something that makes you feel like you got a little bit more powerful, which I felt like didn't happen so much with Wynn. And that was also because... I, I was still kind of trying to figure out how to be a TTRPG player, even though I've been doing it for a very long time now. Um, 
And yeah, I, <laughs> I love this little plant. I would love to play him again. And I hope you have enjoyed his <laughs> little adventures as much as I have because he's just, he's kind of one of my favorite things that I've made for Cosmic Crit. Um, he may not have the deepest backstory that I've made. He may not have, you know, the most complicated uh, player setup, but he's a plant detective and I love him. So <laughs> with that said, um, I'm going to let everyone else take it for, for this week's episode, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about Sprouts before I, you know, have to say goodbye to him for hopefully not the last time. Um, so without further ado, uh, this week's episode 194, School of Shock. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. It's time to lock on and circle strafe a cadre of alien menaces across the galaxy in a prime example of one of the best GameCube games around in this week's episode of Metroid Crit. This is your GM Patrick here, aka your gigantic mother brain, seeking the baby Metroid here amidst the space station Talon. Joining me in missile launching and charge beaming, the swarm horde are my five friends and fellow space pirates. To my right, she is an, uh, she is as invisible as a true console sequel. It's the inscrutable uh, Rebecca Rowan with Zinnia. Hello. No news of that project yet. Uh, across from her, his power armor can be overclocked to produce a heavy fire power beam. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Screw attack. To my right, this boulder-like experiment is ready to rock the enemies in a single shielded combat. It's Tyler dredging up Devasho. Call me Dwayne Johnson. Across from him, they're tucking in and morphing into a ball, ready to roll a strike. It's Jabert playing as dressed. That's what I do. <laughs> and across the digital table, this fighty flagra is about to Vine whip you into submission. Oh, oh no, never mind. It's just Miles mixing up with sprouts. Good evening. <laughs> Did you call him the foie gras? Foie gras. It's uh, F-L-A-A-H-G-R-A. It's a uh, monster from uh, Metroid Prime, I'm told. <laughs> so they say. <laughs> so I'm told. So, so the wiki <laughs> says that I definitely used to write this intro. And... Uh, Actually, I wrote this one. I, I did like some prep towards the end of the season and did like five intros in like an afternoon one time. And I've completely forgotten about this one. So I was glad I had it ready. <laughs> um, hey guys, how are you doing today? Great. Pretty good. Pretty good indeed. One I, was, of, I was doing great until I logged in and saw what we're up against. Yep. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Not doing so good. Oh, I somehow yeah. blocked this out of my memory over the last right. week, so it was, it was a surprise. Uh, right. So, I mean, uh, let's not uh, dilly-dally. Let's get back into the action as like often we do. We left on a cliffhanger, but uh, uh, to properly catch us up we need to turn to the half pint detective sprouts marlowe to tell us what happened last time on cosmic crit it turns out the sdf is having trouble getting to this arcane computer system and sent us to the rendith river dam to check out what was going on 
Sounds like a situation that's going to land us in trouble. That's just the side of the coin we're always dealt. And wouldn't you know it? It was. Swarms of, well, swarms descended upon us. And though we were more batted than we're proud of, Midnight Company took care of business. Went to the control room with these balls of energy appeared out of nowhere. And well, for someone who deals with clues, I have to admit, I don't have a single one on what's going on here. You're, but you're the you're the clue man, Miles. Yeah, I haven't had I haven't had a chance to, to take a candor yet, Miles. Yeah, they, yeah he uses once per day uh, <laughs> once per day glimpse the truth already. So oh, he's no, out, of, out of clues at this I? point. I, I think you can think back in the glimpse. Dome. Well, no, you used it in um, the parking deck, right? Yeah, haven't we rested by now? On the, I'm pretty sure you've used it on the on the dam itself, but you can um, like burn RP now to to do it more than once, right? Oh, okay, right. That's what I thought. I don't know how Miles's things work. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking out of turn, I only played an operative for seven levels. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if I'd made it, get up that high. Well, we're still, we're still, we're still, these things just, just appeared in front of us, correct? They have, yeah, just kind of flickered into existence. And as you guys are kind of getting your bearings here, um, you, I mean, you, you can feel the static energy kind of bouncing off of them it's a very dangerous situation and the two uh sergeants that were here just a minute ago have escaped out to the the stairs leading back up to the dam smart Maybe, folks bye yeah, guys the the riforians are just like poking their head in and um one of these orbs of like a, a ball lightning almost um between what looks like technological kind of circuitry uh, making up their their form uh, seems to glow and kind of convulse uh, contract a little bit and it makes this very high pitched whining noise and I believe I checked last time no one here speaks Auron is that correct? That's, that is correct is, th- is this official art Patrick? Yeah, why don't you take a, a look and I mean, you do a better job describing it. Looks, it looks like uh, something you're about to get hit with if you were in the video game Tron. Oh, uh, b- before you blew it up, it looked sort of like a ball of yarn that a cat <laughs> might chase, but uh, now, it, now it looks very... Now it's like a ball of space yarn. <laughs> now, space yarn now, so that a space cat might chase. Now, Tyler <laughs> is the, the author of these monsters, but hilariously, you can't you're not allowed to metagame and tell everyone exactly what they do. Uh, but you know what's coming, right? <laughs> no. No. I, uh, I wanna be I wanna be on the other side of the wall with the sergeants. <laughs> I, I was talking to Jabert about this off air. I was like, man, it's gonna be rough if Tyler gets killed by his own monsters here on the That's show. a badge of honor. I will take that and I'll be like, yeah. So th- this one that's that's talking. I killed myself. I, I'm such a. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> uh, this one that's talking seemingly, you know, waits for a reply, uh, but then gets a little angry, and you see sparks again shooting from this console, uh, the computer console, as it kind of just disappears inside of it. You see it kind of glowing with energy. 
but these other two seem to be menacing you on the edges of the console. Uh, let, let's roll some initiative and see what's going to happen. Oh, Trust, why'd you have to show Boy. me up like that? Oh, Trust, I gotcha. <laughs> All right. Well, I wasn't trying to show anybody up. <laughs> I was very pleased because this, this is the highest I'd rolled on initiative in like I know, you're three months. You're my only months. hope for like not going last. And I, I saw you and get I'm, a 17 and I was like, oh, I, I'm not beating that. Absolutely dead last. <laughs> can, can you believe that the operatives rolled uh, one rocks to the top of the turn order at the, uh, the exact same time as uh, any of them sprouts. You're going to start us off here um, in combat. All right. Uh, Zenia would first like to try to identify these oh, strange yes. balls of circuitry. Is that an engineering check? Oh, wait, for me, it would oh, be. Gosh. Oh, we had this conversation. Elementals are living creatures. So you will do life I, science, right? Uh, yeah. It, technically, engineering and life science are the same mm-hmm. bonus for me. So it does not really matter, I guess. Okay, just roll one of them. Then. All right. Uh, that is a 36 to identify. Okay, 36. Uh, you get to know two pieces of information about Fulmivars. They are indeed extra planar elemental outsiders. Uh, and Fulmivars? Uh, Fulmivars. Fulmivars. F-U-L-M-I-V-A-R. Okay, form of ours. Uh, okay, do they have any special abilities? Uh, I don't know about that, but one of their special abilities is Tyler originally wanted to call them Tyler's buddies, and that was shot down by Paizo. Oh, man, did Paizo kill that Ty Ty's <laughs> Bud Buds. Yep, um, I wanted everybody to know exactly who these, this ball of energy was working for. Uh, they, have, they have two special abilities. Do you want to know them both? Um, no. Okay. Give, give me a number between one and ten. Four. Uh, their main ability is one called Arcing Flux. And as a full action, they uh, pick uh, someone and a random chosen technological item on them. Uh, they kind of jump inside and give it the broken condition for a number of rounds. Uh, And if the creature is carrying or wielding the item, which you'll have the stuff on you, uh, you take some electricity damage and um, you get a reflex save to uh, take half or negate the broken condition. Okay. Um, Can I know its resistances? Good question. I will give you uh, it does have DR5 uh, flat DR5 as a resistance and that's it it's not like resistant to electricity damage or anything like that yeah that, that's uh, it has no electricity resistance <laughs> does it have immunity <laughs> does that not count you didn't, ask, you didn't ask about immunities and you only get higher than a nine immunity, immunity is just Oh. Complete resistance, right? Like, <laughs> uh, you can probably guess that these. It's like the difference between waterproof and water resistant. Balls right? of electricity like, might not uh, uh, care about electrical damage. Probably don't. All right. Uh, um, what would you like to do for your turn? I w- are there only two now? Yes, one of them has okay. disappeared inside the console, and now is glowing with 
a number of a bit of energy. Well, I think Xenia is going to back way up to the other side of the room, and in doing so, is going to take a shot with her parallax laser pistol at the one on the left. All right, the one straight ahead. There's there's one like right in front of Trest, one right in front of Devasho. Yep. All right, here it goes. Patrick's going to be smart tonight and bring out my calculator app early. All right, that's a CR 21 or lower on the trick attack and a 25 to hit. Uh, against EAC, that is a trick and a hit. All right, that's awesome. So that is going to be flat-footed. Well, I guess it is flat-footed. That does a total of, oh gosh, 50? 50? 50? 50 damage? Oh 50 boy, damage. starting off pretty darn high as you take a big blast out of this thing and you see arcs of electricity kind of spraying out of its body <laughs> like a blood splatter and, you know, burning the back wall here. Um, Sprouts Marlowe, on to you next. Okay. Um, Sprouts is going to take a, a clue from Zinnia and kind of take aim at the same one. Ooh, already flat-footed. And um, move a little bit further back. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> you guys you guys have fought electrical creatures before, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> everyone's spreading out and backing away from these things. Uh, shoot it with the uh, my piercing ghost killer fusion semi-auto pistol. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, it's high. It's very high rolls there. So CR 25 for the trick. Mm, and 35 for the hit. Tricked and hit. And um, so with my trick, let me see what what extra shots I have since it's already flat footed, correct? Uh, yeah, you can give it off target. Um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put it off target. Yeah. And that is uh, 45 points of damage. Ooh, Zinnia showing you up here. Uh, that is still a huge blast. Uh, there is a little bit of DR, as you've already learned, but still a lot of that blasting through to this guy. Um, and yeah, you see it is, I mean, it started off as like kind of beach ball size, and it's been reduced in size by about half, um, perhaps to a, yeah, what are those, uh, you know, cute um kind of round watermelons that they charge too much for at the grocery store. <laughs> All that's, right. That's your professional GM description of the night, folks. That's what you get. <laughs> There's you know, those little seedless watermelons. It's about uh, half its original size after that hit. And it's their turn now. They get to go next. Thank goodness. So uh, this one is... Uh, well, Trest, you're right in front of this one, so it's going to it's going to move into you, move into you. Uh, what is your? Uh, I asked this uh, um, last week for you guys, but um, how many technological items did you have on you, Trest? Uh, I think I only have one. Okay, well that one is is getting possessed by this creature's arcing flux as it just kind of 
jolts itself inside. Uh, make me a reflex save. I'm looking DC 20 reflex here. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Natural 19. So you've, you skipped the broken condition and you're only taking uh, 10 points of damage. Um, that is half. Okay. Right, right. Okay. That's the half. Okay. Blasts inside you. And that is a full action for it to do. This other one is going to do the same thing on Devasho. Devasho technological items on your character. Yes. How many do you have? Four. Um, yeah. So if you want to roll a D4, if you've got them um, arranged there, sir, um, pick one at random. And this thing jumps inside. And you can also make me a reflex save. Reflex save. Ha ha. All right. Oh, I barely made it. And a save. Let me roll that damage. Minimum damage. You are taking six points of All right. ele- electricity you, damage. You take half of that. Three points. Okay. Oh, yes. So shield other still up between Trest and Devasho. That is a full action for them to do. Uh, right? Because... Oh, wait, no. It's a full action to move its current location to random chosen technological item. But it can move up to its movement speed with this ability. Tyler, you've made a very confusing and painful creature, it looks like. Uh, Those (laughs) things are going to keep moving. Um, Actually, this one, they don't have a ton of movement. But this one can arc from Devasho to our good friends, Echo 7. Um... Give me another. Uh, oh, well, give me your first reflex save, um, Drew. That was a full round action for this thing to do this. Yeah, and it can move up to its speed <laughs> during a during a full round action. So, yay! Um, but it cannot get this other one. Can't get from Tress to you. Twenty four. Uh, okay, so once again, save the thing isn't uh, damaged, but you are taking ooh, seven points of electricity damage. And that is their turn as we go. So I just want to say, uh, because I have the adaptive energy shield, uh, that is now uh, I get uh, five DR for electricity damage. Okay, cool. So you soak it up most of that. Well, next next time it happens. Uh, oh, okay. So it, it, the adaptive one, you have to take the damage first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they pop. Well, <laughs> let's ask the author. Tyler, these things pop out of the like the the devices that they inhabit at the end of the round, right? Uh, I believe so. I don't think they can just sit in the um, oh. squat in the thing, but they can't move further. Yeah, I was about to say, arcing flux is their normal movement speed is very low fly speed, but with the arcing right. flux, they can move more, which means I'm gonna, I'm gonna continue doing that. Uh, it move up to 60 feet. So why don't we get everyone in this party? And these two are just, <laughs> these two are gonna just blast uh, Zinnia and um, Sprouts as well. Um, why don't you guys give me, oh yeah, a reflex save from the two operatives. Like this is gonna be bad news. Both give me a reflex save. Save, save. <laughs> I mean, the operatives have great reflex. What? Uh, Unbelievable. <laughs> and you both have evasion at this point, so I don't think you take anything. Yeah, no effect on this reflex save. Yeah, I have improved evasion as well. Okay, well, that's boring. 
Uh, these guys. Not for me. <laughs> let's see if I have any movement left after that. 30. This one can come come back down to uh, what's his name? Um, give me another one, Drew, for this this first guy, and the other guy is going to come back down to you, Trest. This is one give of me. those episodes where I don't know who to be angrier with. <laughs> <laughs> I kept read, reading this ability here. All right, Trest. So your your technological item you rolled a fail uh, is going to be broken uh, by flashlight. <laughs> is that the only thing you've got? It's the only thing I ever bought. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I talked to you guys about, like, you know, not counting armor upgrades and stuff, but it, they might be able to inhabit those if it's something worn. Uh, that, uh, well, you are left in the dark and you are taking the full damage of 18 points of electricity uh, and Echo 7 taking the half. Uh, eight points of electricity. So this will spark your energy resistance now. So uh, it, and uh, did you count that or is it just minus three? No, I just told you the damage. You you do that math. I do enough math <laughs> as GM. Uh, Devasho, we are on to you. Oh boy. Okay. Devasho's going to... Uh, oh, the one that has already been weakened is within range. So we'll try to hit it. Yeah, these things kind of look indeed like just when they're they're arc fluxing between people um almost like electricity gremlins just kind of popping between devices across the room uh oh i rolled kind of low on damage 34 points of damage okay and this is uh, actually your... it's less it's less uh it's shoot hold on you, is this include your electron crystal is that what's happening Yes, it is. On, so you're only 31 points of damage. Uh, then we are talking a little bit less than that because of DR. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy is still up after that hit uh, as we go. All on to- right. As a move action. Heading, heading out. As a move action, we're just going to move over here. Okay, moving around these guys. Uh, I th- oh, you're terrible, Tyler. You didn't give them any melee attacks, and I hate you for that. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> way to meta game that. Uh, Echo Seven, we're on to you. <laughs> this one's looking pretty weak, pretty small, right in front of you, and it's got a full strength guy right behind him. Yeah, I think I'm still gonna take a guarded step back mm-hmm. and shoot this sucker with uh, with a heavy weapon with my plasma array. Oh, okay. That's a that's a bold decision. Is that twenty six? That's a hit against KC for thirty three points of damage, and I have uh, uh, an ability that bypasses five uh, dr. That's a good thing. That doesn't have any dr, any resistance against flame electricity. It is completely immune to electricity, so we're taking. Half damage anyway. Uh, uh, we are taking. That's half of 32. So, uh, 16, and I've rolled the higher, so 17 points of fire damage. And it is still up. I can't do math. Calculator, tell me how th- what the number is. It is still up after that. As we go to the towards the bottom of the turn order here, Trest. Two of them right next to you. Oh, boy. 
Uh, I am flanking with one, and I don't think I'm flanking with the other. Um, hmm. Well, mind you, this this one that you're you're not flanking with already is uh, flat footed. It is currently flat footed, and it is almost dead. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and mm, let's drop a level two spell to empower my blade and slice and dice on the one that is flat footed and off target. Oh, good lord! Uh, twenty three. Um, flat footed KSA. That is a hit. Oh, uh, 43 points of damage. All right. Still taking into account the the DR on this thing. It is not enough to keep it in this fight as you slice it in half and a massive bolt of electricity kind of grounds itself and then shoots up to the ceiling, banishing this thing back to whatever um, whatever plane of existence it came from. Oh, uh, by the way, Tyler, you get three hit points back. We. I am alive. Well, then um, does battle leader take effect with these things? No. Oh, it does. And Trust is not immune to battle leader right now. So Yay. how about some stamina points, Trust? Oh, I love those. <laughs> All right. We'll use regroup. So you gain stamina points equal to twice my level plus the charisma bonus. What level are we? 12. So you're looking at 30 points of stamina. Oh, goodness gracious. Wow. This is like a, a virtuous cycle over here. You have you have planned this with your low initiative roll to steal that kill, <laughs> you monster. <laughs> trying, I'm working overtime over here trying to kill some PCs, and you're just snatching victory away from me. Uh, do you have a move action you would like to do? And, and, and I'm sorry, I meant to. Can you bring the microphone a little closer? I'm sorry about that. Sorry, I think, I think I had it. I still had it in position for my meetings from earlier today. I was about to say, I think you're in ch- chill Jabert mode. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so it was a move action to empower my blade and uh, standard to attack. And so I will, as a swift action, um, uh, give oh, a right. stern nod to Devasho. Empowering as a move. Okay, uh, then our two Rhyforians are going to help out. Uh, they pop their heads in the door, and they are going to take uh, give you guys. Um, do you prefer herring or covering fire? They're going to do uh, both the same thing. Uh, herring, I guess. Herring. So gives you a little. Yeah. The, so um, if it is harried, the next attack that hits. Or the next attack against it gets a plus two. So let me try with them. Uh, one succeeds. So as we go on to turn two here, Xenia, uh, this one has been harried and uh, is kind of dodging and weaving between Trest and Devasho as you start your turn. All right. I'm going to move uh, forward just a bit just to get it in line of sight and take a shot with my parallax laser pistol. Okay. So CR 21 or lower on the trick and a 34 to hit. Uh, yeah, boy, howdy, tricked and hits. Awesome. So that does 42 damage. Oh, boy. Fire damage is not. And it's flat-footed. It's not resistant at all to that. Okay. Flat-footed. That is a thing that it can be. Oh, but I, I forgot to say, uh, these things are, they can be flat-footed with trick attacks. They cannot be flanked. 
You always oh. forget about the old oh, elementals. Right. right, right. Flanking. All right, but it is because of that. Uh, and 42 points of damage. It's going through. Uh, that's going to bring us to Sprouts Marlow. So Sprouts is going to target this this electric fellow and move so that he's got a clear shot across the room. Don't need to shoot through Devasha's back if you can help it. And old, old, old Sprouts will, will take a shot. Uh, so the trick does not go off, but the shot does. Oh, yes. Wait. Well, he, yes, the trick does not. Um, so it's taking about 11 points of damage here from this this uh, blast from across the room. Okay. All right. Well, it's it's doing a lot better on the start of its turn than its, its comrade was. You see it doing that thing where it's kind of convulsing a little bit and flashing lights at you and making the high-pitched whining noise as it starts its turn. Oh, these things, are, these things are very, very slow. It's going to move. Uh, it doesn't really matter where, too much where it moves because, hmm, boy, howdy. Um, it, it's going to move towards the, the back of the room and Tristan Debasho can make an attack of opportunity. Ooh, I'll try. If I have 10 foot reach, can I also make an attack? No, I was out of my reach. Sorry, that was the other one. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That is a hit from uh, Trest, and oh boy, super hit from Tyler, and you both rolled 40 damage. It's way too big. So, I mean, that's 70 points together, but it is still up after that. I hope that was a a worthy movement action. (laughs) Well, it was going to make a ranged attack anyway, so yeah, I was like, maybe I can... uh, yeah, even if I had stood still, it still would have um, yeah, taken two. So whatever. Uh, it's going to use its other ability because I want to show off Tyler's cool monster. The yeah. Gal- Galvanic Pulse Wave, which we don't know about yet. And it projects an electrically charged wave of energy. And it can hit anybody in this room, any foot increments. And... Boom. Well, you guys have spread yourselves out very well in this room, and there's nobody standing next to each other, so this ability isn't as cool. Way to go. Way to, way to ruin everything. <laughs> Here, Pat, uh, will stand next to Trust. Yeah, you better. You better, because this one is going to... Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to roll randomly, because he can reach anyone in this room, and you all have put some damage on him or his friends. You monsters. Bow, bow, bow. Do, 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 whatever. I've rolled randomly, and of course it's going to hit Devasho with this ranged attack. Tyler, you can't you can't win on this podcast. All right, uh, range, range attack, 19 super oh, hits. Jeez. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, and yeah, this does a little more damage, maybe, than other building. Nope, I've rolled very low. It oh, is sorry, buddy. 15 points of electricity damage. So I take 8, right? Yes. Yeah, half. Wait, no. What did I say? 15? Uh, however you and um, Tress yeah. have worked it out, whoever takes uh, the most. I'll take... I always take the bigger. Uh, yeah, but yeah, if the success is successful, targets adjacent to that creature 
wait, the target takes illicit damage and each creature adjacent. Uh, each creature adjacent to the target must make a fortitude save or be staggered. Uh, okay, so I can't really do anything here. Uh, that's going to bring us to Debasho. Little uh, okay. Uh, I get. Can I? If I stand here, can I hit it? No. Yeah, you got ten foot. Oh, I can. I can. I can. All right, I'll do that. I don't want to get in Zinnia's way. Uh, that's a miss. Three on the dice. Uh, indeedy do wait against KAC. Flat-footed. Uh, flat-footed. Oh. That's a hit. That's a hit. Yeah, I forgot about the flat-footed part. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Well, then that's going to be thirty-five, thirty points of damage after taking into account DR and the electrical immunity. How much? Thirty. Thirty. Okay, you're confusing me by taking into effect my DR, but yes, that is still Sorry. up after that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> does not compute. Uh, Echo 7, it's still up. You've got it trapped in a corner. Uh, Echo 7 is going to play the most dangerous game and hunt it like a human uh, and uh, just move up closer and we're going to punch with a hammer fist. Ooh. Alabama slammer. 23. That is a hit. For 21 points of damage. Okay, we're taking taking a, a bit off the top here well, for its DR. I have penetrating attack, which mm. removes oh. five DR. Oh yes, you do. It's dead. Hey, <laughs> well done, Drew. <laughs> Think you just about needed all that damage. That puts us at. 154. Oh, no, that you would have killed it anyway, I think. But boom, howdy. Uh, we're out of combat. Yay. But Yay. Uh, Tyler, you can take back your eight points of damage. You sure. Does Drew get battle leader or is that only once per uh, combat or something? It, it No. So like it's um, people are immune to my battle leader until they take a rest. So like I use it on Sprouts. So he's immune. I use it on Trest. They're immune. Uh, I can use it on Echo. Everyone keeps Echo. forgetting his name. <laughs> <laughs> Single tier. Uh, I can use it on Echo. Echo, do you even have any stamina damage? I do. I have. Uh, let's see. It's only like ten points. So we're like, all right, well, you get all that back. You get all that back, and, and um, <laughs> but you'll be immune until you rest again. Um, excellent. Uh, out of immediate peril, but indeed the console seems to be lit up and energized here to the dam's spillways. Uh, you have hacked into it, and I believe in our last episode. Um, and it now seems to be trying, maybe this last form of our. Uh, trying to communicate with you with some of these arcane mystical runes that the the computer code was written in. Um, why don't you make me another mysticism or computers check? Um, trying to access the system here. Ooh, got a good one. Oh, good one from Trest. I, I think you get the gist from from these runes that this this creature, this Fulmavar. Um, seems to be acting in retribution. It talks indeed about the uh, the rock elementals that were here in the dam that has uh, you've pretty much figured out has been destroyed as 
like friends of these foam of ours and we're keeping a, a very delicate balance in this arcane system for the dam mm. um you uh, ha- having already bypassed the the passcode here and now in communication with this last orin speaking foam of our um you realize to make this dam be able to to hold up against any more swarm attacks uh you're going to have to potentially bind new earth elementals to to help shore it up um you can already see that there are the 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 weight of the water and the the caustic acidic nature of it will potentially break this dam down in a number of days how do we do that (laughs) we all started asking the same question I mean, I mean, how do we uh, bind earth elementals? I mean, planar binding, I think, is a, a fourth level spell um, to create a, a rock elemental like out of nothing, though, is is not anything to snuff at. I mean, you can summon one, but yeah, it's it, uh, uh, to create one that would be large enough. Uh, and there were th- originally three of them here. It's going to take about. 5,000 UPBs worth of like materials um, to, to to shore up and, and create. Um, but uh, why don't you give me one more mysticism check here. And if anybody wants to aid someone, you, you can. I auto aid. Oh, no. So, well, I was going to ask a question, but. Sorry. I was about to say, I'm, uh, I'm going to average these guys out here because Tyler's rolled a 20 and uh, Jabert, you've rolled a one. <laughs> so why don't, <laughs> why don't we uh, declare that a success? Whereas you're about to destroy like all the, <laughs> the mystical code that uh, that's required to bypass some of the, the technical needs for this elemental and Devasha, you're able to, to save the day. Perhaps you've, felt some metatextual fourth wall breaking connection to this form of our as uh Hylax is speaking to me but in, in a strange voice I've never heard before <laughs> uh, that that is going to be enough to uh, to bypass those UPBs required and kind of use some of the elements of the bridge itself for one of the earth elementals uh, technically you have to beat this uh, DC 33 mysticism check by 10 to bypass all the UPBs, but because you guys sent two extra squads here to the dam in the planning phase, uh, as you're um, kind of working this out, Lieutenant Cahor does come into the command room and explains that they can spend the next like 10 hours or so, these these troops, now that the the dam has been defended and spend that time like sandbagging basically and shoring up the the wall that would hold it off long enough to where they can get like experts into to summon and, and planar bind the next set of earth elementals well and we saw remnants of what appeared to be earth elementals outside i was going to ask if we could use those to help form new ones but yeah i think uh, after your communication with this last last form of our they well, I guess I should make your roll for for this one as well. But why don't I imagine uh, Zenia going out and like creating sandcastles with the mud? You know, I, 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 make me one more. 
<laughs> Please do. Make me one more mysticism check. It's a mysticism heavy episode. I'll aid whoever. Right. Well, Tyler's rolling rocks on these tonight because he's rolled a 19 now. Tyler, I think once again, Devosho, you I mean, you figure out that these are remains of a of, of a creature these form of are cared about a great deal and they seem to imply that they would like them um buried in a ritualistic manner oh okay um, we can make that happen yeah so, so i've we, just defiled their remains by making that our friend made sand castles <laughs> out of your for other friends' body, but Zinnia, uh, she is Zinnia. a cool scientist who does not care for the feelings of living beings. Zinnia is a monster. It's confirmed. <laughs> Still has my eye, um, and it's been four books. She, uh, you, you see an FDF soldier like vaporized by a plasma attack, and you go over and like throw his ashes in the air, and like it's snowing. <laughs> Wee! Oh my gosh! Uh, that's basically what you just did. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, after. Um, yeah, Zinnia, communicating Zinnia is Clovis Bray from Destiny. <laughs> After spending some time, Destiny. you know, kind of assuaging the the form of our, you guys can set up the the ritual to to create a new Earth Elemental with this this system, and it takes about an hour or so as the SDF are, are shoring up the other points along the dam. Uh, but eventually, whomp, one kind of. Uh, pops into existence here and gets to work. I, I don't know. I just kind of imagined like a, a rock elemental, like putting its hands against the wall and like, I've got this. I'm, I'm holding up the day. <laughs> I'm oh, sure they like the, uh, like the spirits from Majora's more. mask almost. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they can like rock glide into the wall. Maybe that's how they like strengthen it. Oh. You know, they, they meld with the, the dam itself. Um, yeah. And, um, Lieutenant uh, Cohort here, you know, thanks you guys. It's like it was because of those extra units you gave me to command here that we can we can reinforce where those other two elementals were until mystical engineers and technomancers from the SDF Corps get here. Thank you, Midnight Squad. You're 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 right to expend the extra troops at this location. Um, thank you for all you've done here. Thank you for all that you have done and all that you will do in our absence. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, the computers are like flashing, you know, little foam of war smiley faces and the computer screens across the consoles read binding restored, defense agent reinstalled. And you guys, uh, yeah, it, it will indeed kind of wave goodbye digitally as, as you, you head out here. You can see the SCF soldiers completing the mission at the Rindith Dam and you are free to to head head back out mission mission accomplished well where shall we go next ah to take a eight hour rest you say that is the correct answer my friends (laughs) (laughs) well i don't know if you guys remember uh we can go back to the the war room map here where you've given the extra squadrons and stuff uh just about all the missions in and around the Bernoa area, you have completed. We're talking the the science experiment in Bernoa Heights, looking into Arwill Reactor, the Hualdi Dome, um, and and Rindith Dam. So you guys have accomplished a great deal here. If you if you want to check in with Commander Najiri, they give you the go ahead to to rest up 
back at the base on the other side of town, um, just south of the Brunoan spaceport. Sounds good. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. We Look at us taking back, back Brunoa. I'm so proud of us. You guys, you guys know in, in like a, a JRPG back in the 90s when you'd be done with a huge boss fight, but there was still like a whole room before you got to the save point. But there were <laughs> random battles that happened in between. And I see Uh-oh. Patrick smiling. <laughs> Shut up, Drew. You don't. You don't. You don't know exactly how the rest of this AP is going to go every single episode. <laughs> um, well, before before that, um, as you get back to the spaceport, they are they are fortifying there, but you are directed south down a, a dusty road. Seems mighty familiar, and you realize uh, before you get there, uh, you are heading back. Where this adventure all started, all those 80 episodes ago or so, um, to Camp Cavalier, the old HQ for the destroyed 5th Battalion, where you guys as characters met about half a year ago. Oh, and, and when you get inside the, yeah, I mean, the, the, the fortifications here are always pretty, pretty nil, but some of them have been torn down the, the gates and and uh, wire fences and things around Camp Cavalier. Uh, You do see a friendly face there to greet you, uh, now decked out with a colonel's badge and two out of six cybernetic arms um, upon his furry chest, uh, the colonel's badge of uh, Mr. McSkitters. Colonel McSkitters now. <laughs> Colonel Skitters. Oh, we can't call him new friend. He's old friend. I old friend indeed. <laughs> At ease, Midnight Squad. Uh, High Command told me that you'd be coming, so I've got the hot water for you and and fresh clothes and some clean beds. Oh, but before you rest up, I also have two half-ton trucks rolling in from the starport with about a quarter million UPBs for you. Requisition from Commander Najiri, who wants you to gear up and get ready for what I got to imagine is going to be the final push. Like this is a save room right before the boss battle. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, there's going to be some fights along the way. So don't waste all your RP like Devasha did. (laughs) Devasha's already asleep, just like. Yep, it's 75k UPBs for each of you. And Commander Najiri suggests upgrading to a tier 3 synaptic accelerator if you want. But do whatever you need, because you gotta make sure you got enough ammo. Gotta get them bullets to shoot into the enemies. And upgrade your armor so you don't get murdered. Anyway, uh, Echo, your your quartermaster Jenks uh, landed as well and is on site to help you calibrate and install any new hardware in your armor. And uh, besides that, you all are clear for 12 to 24 hours of downtime, whatever you need. Thank you. Thank you, Colonel McSkitters. That that is excellent. Uh, Excellent news. We will make good use of these supplies. Devasha looks nearly dead, just like old times. <laughs> I, I feel like I have been nearly dead now for, for a few hours, for many hours. Some things never change. <laughs> I would not have made it without Tresp, so. In the early books, you were like, play dead. You were like cosplaying as a dead person, and now you're just really there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Almost there. Yeah. I, I used to have 
half my body in the grave. Now it's only now it's only a foot. Um, right. Yeah. And as as the day ends here and, and night stretches over the eastern side of the continent, uh, there's maybe some some explosions and gunfire in the distance in Bronoa during the night. But for the most part, it's very quiet. Um, after two days here after touchdown, um, uh, most of the operations have ceased. And for the most part, the largest pockets of the swarm have evacuated the, the city. Um, there are dozens and dozens of soldiers here. They are trying to build back up the 5th Battalion with you know, all new recruits and a ton of fresh faces from Ultranius. Um, yeah, they, they come up to you and maybe ask for some stories and and uh, maybe an autograph or two, sign, sign like their, their helmets. Um, but for the most part, you overhear uh, as you pass the mess halls in Camp Cavalier, pretty optimistic chattering with many soldiers saying, you know, they can't wait to, to boot the scum-sucking swarm back into space. Um, and a lot of them are pretty excited to be following you, hopefully, into to battle in the Jurdos Mountains. Um, yeah, you guys ready to rest up? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Oh, oh no, yeah. you're no, you are not. Uh, Zinnia and Trest, uh, you guys, as you're getting towards the end of the second day here on Suscalon, feeling a little ill from the battle with the radioactive Pluprex Demon. Uh, because oh would like to make a medicine check to to treat disease uh, before you rest up. You can. Um, I can do that. Yeah, each of you can do. It can be done once. So go go ahead and roll that if you'd like. It's a forty-three. Bing bang boom. That's a success for you. Uh, don't think you can actually fail this one. So good news is you get a plus four bonus to. Your fortitude save for radiation sickness. Oh. Uh, bad news is you've got to make that fortitude save as you rest up, and you need three of them to cure yourself of radiation sickness, which is which is bonkers. But it's a it's a very dangerous disease here in um, in Starfinder Land. Uh, why don't you both make me a fortitude save? Uh, I, wait, do I need to make a medicine check? If I can give myself that pause. Oh, Rebecca. Zinnia. Oh, I can uh, spend an RP succeeds. to re-roll Fortitude, though. Uh, what is that from? Uh, great, fortitude. great Fortitude. Booyah! Go right it. Wait, you, you haven't used that today, right? I don't think so. Did I? Oh. I don't think I did. Maybe I did. Did I? Was the Pluprex Demon? Because you might have used it. It may have used it against that original fight against the Pluprex demon. I think you have. have. Have you? Can you do it more than once per day? Uh, it's spend an RP. I don't think there's any limit on that. If it is, then great fortitude is should be called super great fortitude. I mean, I could I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, great fortitude is you just get a plus two bonus to. Yeah, I think fortitude it's improved great fortitude. Uh, nope, you can, you can spend, spend one reroll, one RP to reroll. So, no yep. problems there if you've got the RP. Uh, yeah, you've already got the bonus uh, tr- for Tress. Uh, just go ahead and give me the the roll. Mm. Oh, thank goodness! And you're rolling rock, so we don't got to worry about that. You're still technically latent, but like I said, you guys got to. Roll it so every, does that involve a minus two to fortitude right now? 
Uh, latent, no. But as soon right, as I have you a minus down, two, I have a minus two to fortitude from something. I don't know where it is, but um, if it was from when you had radiation poisoning, that goes good. away. But okay. regardless, you've rolled a nineteen, so you're good. Uh, Zinnia just saves. You've rolled a, a twenty-one. It's against the DC of the. Um, well, it'd be plus four on top of that, so it's twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is DC twenty-two. So you've you've made it, and um, you feel a little ill in the morning, but you're not vomiting. You're not showing signs of the disease getting worse after latent. The second stage when you fail one is real bad. It's weakened, and you become sickened and fatigued. Um, like I, I, you can, you know, do like magic against that, but that's like every day. Anyway, uh, you're you're feeling uh, pretty good. Maybe a little tired when you wake up the next morning, trest from uh, some of like the pills and things Zinnia was pouring down your throat before you 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 went to sleep. Devasho, I gotta imagine you're feeling one million times better after you're able to to rest up and, and get your RP and SP back. Oh yeah, you just you bounce back like crazy compared to other folks here. Uh, probably a lot of painful scarring and, and wounds still from claws and bites and stuff from the entire last couple days. You know, the, the dome, the dam, defeating your personal demon, but you've come out on top, all of you. Um, yeah, I think Devasha feels that, uh, you know, uh, maybe he was feeling a little dour because, you know, new one would have to go after the god host, and the god host is kind of intimidating, to say the least. But oh, after yeah. our recent successes with taking back Brunoa and getting his RP back, of course, uh, Devasha was feeling extremely optimistic. Nothing's going to stop you. Um, that next morning, Trest, as you're maybe getting geared back up and getting ready to go see the quartermaster, uh, there's a soft knock at your quarters door and you see another familiar face here the frail form of Zelenon the ancient Sheeran priest that saved uh, you and you saved him back uh, as you guys escaped Suskelin uh, many months before he says oh hello trust greetings greetings Zelenon uh, to what do I owe the honor I, I have come here by permission of Commander Najiri before you uh, impart on your next adventure to pass on to you the wisdom of the Hylaxian priests from the system. Oh, we we have studied the path you have followed, that of the Shirin in their exodus and the return of the swarm as they, they have tried to snuff out our history and our way of life. Yes, I am aware of of what you speak. It is it is more serious than that. This this god host seems hellbent on on Hylax's path to divinity, perhaps in capturing a part of our forever queen's energies, her powers. Well, we we have studied the text and it is frightening to believe, but with the amount of mystical energy that seems to be converging here on Suskelin, uh, the god host may be trying to ascend as well and to become for for lack of a better word uh, some kind of deity to the swarm we we cannot allow this to take place it is profane to think about the hive mind 
gaining godhood, but uh, much as Hylax, the goddess is for those who chose freedom, those who chose their own path, their own identity. The god host, I believe, is looking to become an antithesis in this universe, to suck the energy from the enslaved swarm components to gain their godhood here on Sescalin. Do, do what? They want to become a god, and we have sought guidance of our own. A, a, a conclave on Ultranius was brought together, dressed, and, and we asked Hylax for a sign. Our rituals lasted a week. We were hoping for some key or piece of information, you know, some, some weapon to aid the SDF, something to stop this ascension. But every time we asked, we were given but one reply over and over. Three words communicated to us from the beyond. To be continued. No, that would be really weird. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I was like, I was like, oh, thanks for doing this whole scene with me to give you to be continued. <laughs> the, the god Hylax talked to her, her top priests. We we communicated with the forever reliquary as well. Everyone we could reach within time. They all got the same reply, Trest. What said? Tell, tell me what it was. We have to know. They said, Trest shall decide. There was brief flashes. People saw images of you in battle. The god hosts slaying your friends and just glimpses of what must be a final outcome of you confronting the swarm. It, it is time that I... I, I I confess to you, Tress, that I lied when I said I did not remember you from many years ago, when you came as a, as a small child to the Temple of Hylax on, on Clutchstone Ridge. I saw you back then as, as a young one, and I could tell you had a great deal of magical potential, but also I sensed in you a propensity for great destruction as well, and it, it it frightened me as much as I wanted to use you for Hylax's mission. I, there was a part of me that also wanted to allow you to have a normal upbringing, a, a normal life with your your family. If I had put you through the tests, you, I'm sure, could have become a very powerful priest of, of Hylax, but uh, something inside me, I think, told me you were destined for much more. You allowed me to choose, and for that, I thank you. We things might have turned out very differently if you had acted otherwise. But your your squad needed you as you you snuck past swarm destroyed planets and completed the challenges of the Forever Reliquary and entered into the very hive mindscape itself. Like it or not, you are a vessel for Hylax's path, though its end I cannot tell you. Yes, well, we all shall see. The only thing we can tell you from this is we believe you will be tasked with some decision of great import, one that will have ramifications, perhaps, for centuries after this. I I do not know what it is, and I, I apologize that I am laying a lot on you all at once, but I know you needed to be prepared for what awaits you when you confront the god host. I see. Well, I hope you can rely on me to make the right choice. Um, Whatever that may be. 
Zelnon will, you know, offer to to stay and pray with you for for a while. Um, but uh, you you guys have free time here to do what you need to do, getting getting prepped for the rest of this AP. Um, whether that be buying some things, uh, if if you want to get anything installed, Quartermaster Jenks can can make some some surgeries or mechanical upgrades to. Uh, armor and weapons and things like that. Um, do you cool guys? Question. Mm-hmm. I gave the crystal away in like book two. I gave it to the BBRC. Mm-hmm. Have they done any tests on it since then? And also, can I get it back? Yeah. Do you, do you want to um, spend some time uh, trying to 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 track that down? See if you can make uh, maybe some. Some outreaches with the SDF to to talk to the corporation. Yeah, I'd like to make some calls and try to get it back, and uh, also come clean to my uh, uh, colleagues <laughs> <laughs> about what happened. <laughs> that I defiled a. This is the second time in one episode that I've admitted to defiling something, but I defiled a temple of Hylax, and I realize now that I should not have done that. Um, but perhaps oh, I uncovered. What? <laughs> Zelnon's like, what did perhaps, you say? Perhaps I have uncovered something meaningful in our fight against the swarm. Yeah, don't, don't worry, know. she's learned her lesson. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. I think Devajo's reaction would be something like, wow, I expect my kids not to be able to keep their hands off of things, but I expect more from you, Zinnia. <laughs> it was for a good cause, and it helped us in battle, whether you believed it or realized it or not. I like the Oops, specification so. of, of a rogue just stealing stuff. If it's for science, you know, it's like, I'm a science rogue. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what Zinnia does. That's that's her, her MO. Science rogue. Uh, right. Um, I'm not going to make you guys go through all the stuff you want to buy. Uh, this episode, you'll have some time to do that, some time to track down errant crystals and things of of that nature. Um, this episode uh, will end uh, once you decide to start your trek towards the, the Jurdos Mountains, which will take the better part of the day. And you can spend another day here resting if you need to, um, if you would like to. Um, that will require another fortitude save from Trest and Xenia. Um, but that's up to you. Right now, uh, you guys I mean, are fine. I mean, yeah, I should probably, should probably <laughs> try to try to get over. Yeah, I'd the, like to uh, get rid of it, right? Yeah, so much as possible. Yeah, hmm. it would still need another day after. Yeah, well, I mean, be, be, better to know right now than right before we leave. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's you know what? That's a fair point. Yeah, right. Oh. Exactly. All oh. right. So yeah, cause, yeah, because because DC twenty is actually a really hard check for us. So. It's oh, 22, yeah. but I mean, it's really 18 Christ. because you're, you're getting a plus four. Uh, Zinnia, you have failed, though. Do you want to start the, the following day by burning an RP? I, yeah, I'll burn an RP to re-roll that. Let's see if I can do better. It's only a 15. That's a total of 19. That's not going to do. <laughs> have this disease until the day you die. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, if, if Tress is my, sick, he's not leaving the camp. So does that's, my that's plus two works. against disease come into play here? 
Uh, I mean, presumably there are people in the camp that have remove affliction or remove radiation or something like that. I mean, it's not like the most rare thing in the world, I would presume. But it's, if we have to pay for it, that's that's fine. But uh, I mean, it's 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 beyond the technomancers here. It's a uh, like a level four technomancer spell for remove radiation. You I think your 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 bonus to disease here would take effect. So that's a still just a 21 Rebecca uh, so you fall down the fortitude path uh, of disease to weakened you can you know cure magically the sickened and fatigue condition but you're you're still not feeling great um, do, do you want to go ahead and wait did you already roll trust no yes 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 oh was that the 13 yeah yeah so you guys both both fail uh, so this second morning here, you wake up and I mean you're vomitous. You're you know maybe feeling a little little strung out, um, f- clammy flesh, things like that. But you're not dying yet. Well, I will say after this day, I mean you get orders from from the top to move out with dozens of other uh, units here, including the, this four and fifth battalion. Uh, to the Jurdos Mountains, they're they're moving out operations after taking Brenoa, and they're expecting you to kind of blaze a path. Uh, okay. I have a question about an item. Uh, yeah, Tyler. This counts as a disease. They are indeed. They have radiation sickness. There would have would there is a item tier one vaccine, um, and it says that explorers often take precautions against known diseases. Vaccines must be formulated for a specific de- disease. One day after taking or being injected with the vaccine, you gain a bonus equal to five plus the meta, the medicinals tier to saving throws against that disease for a number of months equal to the vaccine's tier. This bonus is not stacked with antibiotics. So can we use either? Can we use that? Um, I mean, it says something. And there's also a thing for antibiotics, which I believe help mm-hmm. with saving throws against diseases. So I guess my question is, could we use either antibiotics or vaccines as a way to give them additional bonuses to this? Or is this kind of, because it's radiation and I know radiation is a different beast, is that outside of that? Yeah. Name name one situation where vaccines have ever worked, Tyler, <laughs> and <laughs> I will allow this to, to work. Oh, but, uh, I will... I will try to come up with an example. Uh, I, well, well, like I said, I, I don't think that's going to stack with um, you can. Um, I think it's only an hour of time needed. No, 10 minutes with a, a medical lab to to treat disease and get that plus four bonus against the the throws. So like I said, I'm, I'm just assuming that you guys have that that bonus um if you want to make that and 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 boost it up instead to a a plus five i don't think those those would uh, necessarily stack but like i said i think you're gonna have to play a little hurt here do you have for for tressens any ways to get rid of sick and fatigue that's that's a real question whether it be remove um affliction or uh fatigue yeah. Oh no, I have remove. I have a remove affliction. I didn't realize that could just remove diseases. Never mind. Um, yeah. Yeah, but get, can it do fatigue here? No, it can remove a disease. Everything except 
radiation sickness can can do, right? So I does it, across- does, it, does it say that anywhere? Or are we just sort of saying that? What's the, what, I'm sorry. The spell is level level two. three. Level three. Remove affliction. It's I have to make a caster level check to try to do it. But four plus the DC of the affliction. The caster level check. Uh, what's your question, Rebecca? I came across treat radiation, which is a biohacker thing, but I can't tell what the level is that that I I don't know how you get that. I don't know if you just automatically get it as part of your micro lab or. Uh, yeah, it, it's it says. Uh, I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah, you can look that up uh, while we go through this. Um, the only thing that can cure radiation sickness is remove radioactivity. It does not work with remove affliction. But if you have remove affliction, or I think there's a level one spell that can also get rid of the um, uh, fatigue, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let, let's look into this as as we carry on. You guys moving towards the the Jurdos Mountains because. You're still not feeling great after uh, after day three of resting up, and uh, the the missions are moving forward. Uh, as you guys get back into the the hovercrafts here and head out, it's um, the better part of like the morning gets on into the afternoon before you start climbing up uh, the mountains here. Um, in that time, you pass by Echo Seven, the old shack. Uh, on the the plains where uh, where you used to live in the the frostbitten fields of the corporate farmlands in the northern Lupin um, plains, uh, would would Echo Seven want to make a pit stop here and maybe pick up some old movies? Yes, absolutely. So you have some other references in the, the final battle. <laughs> you, you restock uh, the Jurdos Mountains. The the route you're taking is a little different from the southern one you took from Rios City. Um, but yeah, you you reach the top of it uh, later on in the afternoon, uh, and there's about a dozen vehicles or so, maybe twice as many tents and three times as many soldiers set up in kind of like an observation point. Um, everything like camouflage under nets and and what have you and um, uh, you get to meet up with uh, I believe Sergeant uh, Altahasset who uh, you recall from the the planning um, the the prior week in the invasion of Susquehanna is kind of like the point person uh, here and um, they they say Midnight Squad uh, we've been expecting you all I'm I'm in charge of the operations here in the mountains. I wanted to thank you for the additional manpower you've you've put forth in completing this mission. With the reinforcements coming from Brenoa, we will have the entire mountain range secured and ready to move in to surround their 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 forces within a day here. Um that that reminds me, I well we couldn't get very accurate satellite imagery of this thing, but uh, let me introduce you to what we are calling the the host's hive. Uh, you guys are presented with military grade binoculars, and she points uh, along the mountain range southwest towards Clutchstone Ridge and through the wispy clouds out there. You get your first glimpse of a massive, bulging, bug-shaped structure that seems to have attached itself to the 
Temple of Hylax. And if you recall, that is shaped like a Sheeran's head. Uh, the back of the, the building, though, makes an unholy structure of stone and what looks like yellowish chitin-like material. So it looks like that head has a huge slug-like butt sticking out the back of it. Uh, and uh, Sergeant Altahasset says, oh, well, we think that is where the god host is holed up. And they're inside gathering power and, and biding its time and doing one other thing, Midnight Squad. It's it's in there waiting, waiting to be continued. Oh, above. there it is. Ah, there it is. Hey, we've got to the mountains. Uh, there's definitely going to be no series of, of smaller skirmishes before you get to get to the boss fight after full strength into the boss the save point but yeah if you guys die you have to go right back to camp cavalier the save point (laughs) (laughs) do all this over again um that's gonna do it for us this week guys thanks for playing with me thank Thank you you, Patrick. Patrick. uh and listeners thanks for listening we'll catch you next time on cosmic crit good night good night night folks bye-bye Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 